Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. It's Robert from Limitless Broadcasting, reminding you to tune in to Limitless Broadcasting Network anywhere you get your podcasts, from Apple Podcasts to Spotify. Check us out today. life can change in an instant. About 50 million adults in the United States have chronic pain, and because of a car accident, Robbie is one of them. In their marriage vows, Robbie and Sammy promise to stand by one another and provide strength when needed, and lately they've been facing some of their biggest challenges. Join them as they share the ups and downs of living with chronic pain. As a doctor, I sometimes feel like a janitor who comes along to clean up when my patients do not do what they are supposed to do. Dr. Robert C. Brooksby, D.O. Welcome to another episode of The Painful Truth of Living with Chronic Pain. We're your hosts, Robbie and Sammy. Yes, we are. What are we talking about today, Robbie? Today we are talking about us and how our marriage has changed, how our relationship has changed through this whole accident crisis mm-hmm. ordeal so why don't you start off how do you think our uh, marriage has or relationship or marriage has changed since my accident i feel like that's almost a loaded question yeah it's been a ride yeah there's been a lot going on in the past couple of years yeah going to a lot of doctor's appointments that yes. is, that that's been one of them we have a lot less free time. Yes, I agree. Uh, between running the business and going to doctor's appointments, sometimes it feels like we don't really do fun stuff. I agree with that. Do you th- you don't think recording is fun? No, I think it's fun, but then you have to edit it. You have to post it. It's work. Yeah, there are certain things to, to yeah, it running it that make it work. Yeah, it's work. Yeah. Even though parts of it are fun, or a bunch of things we do are fun, it's still work it's still a job at the end of the day yes it still has to get posted we need to post an episode for you guys to be able to hear it it's a job yeah editing and all of that is work i think when people set out to do a podcast they're like oh it's gonna be great it's gonna be so much fun 
then they realize how much work goes into doing a podcast. Yeah, it's not a walk in the park. No. It takes a lot of effort. The average podcast lasts seven episodes. Because people just fizzle out? Yeah. That makes sense. It's a lot to do, especially if you're going to record it on, like we do, and post just the audio, or if you're going to also do the video, which is a lot more time-consuming in itself. I mean, right now we have one, two, three, four, five, six, six lights up, which you don't realize, and you're not supposed to. Right, that's behind-the-scenes stuff. Yes, but all of those you have to set up in the right spot and turn them all on and get the camera set up at the right angle, or both, I guess, because there's two cameras. Get all of that set up at the right angle, make sure that the microphones, everything are good to go, so it's not just... A walk in the park. Yeah, it's not just click and it's... There. ...ready to go. It takes And it takes planning out the episodes, all of that. So, yes, while it is fun, it is also work. And we used to, like you were saying, we used to do little impromptu dates. We would just pop over to Epcot for dinner. And granted, I know COVID changed some of that. So some of the more recent things are because it's a little more difficult. Right. With, yeah, COVID-19. Right. We used to go bowling. You mm-hmm. don't go bowling anymore. I because was a, of your pain. I was a great bowler. I he actually, was. I actually like going bowling. Yeah. He's not just saying that. He actually was a good bowler. So that's different. Yeah, I it's so I guess to stay on that topic, any sort of date nights things we would do, I feel like sometimes it's harder to plan. Right. Because we used to do more like you said, more physical things. So we would go bowling, we would go to the Halloween horror nights where you stand in line forever. You would go to Disney where you would stand in lines and do a lot of walking. All of those are physical things. We would go to like Dave and Busters. Yeah. Which, you, I mean, you could still do to a certain extent because there's a lot of games where you can sit. But it requires a lot of walking around and standing and sometimes, you know, aggressively hitting things or grabbing and pulling things, depending on the game. Right. We did the zombie shooting thing. I remember doing that a while ago. That was a fun time. But it was a lot of fun. But you have to, first of all, you're walking around a lot. Right. You have these heavy vests on. I would actually try to, try to do that again, honestly. It was, it was a lot so of fun. Much- And I know that now that would be more difficult for you to do. Yeah, I think that would kill my spine, actually. That was something impromptu we had done, too, because it was at that game place on International that we went to. Question for the audience. I should have done this last episode, but I was just thinking about it. If you guys have spine pain, what do you do for it? And how do you get rid of your pain? Tell me in the comments below what you're doing for your spine pain. And how you're getting rid of your pain. That's a good question. So what are you doing with your spine pain? And how are you getting rid of it? Are you going to physical therapy? Are you going to a doctor? Are you doing injections? What are you doing? Tell me in the comments below. Because that's a question I really need answers. Because from my last accident, I have very major spine pain. So... Tell me in the comments below. Anybody who does that, I really appreciate it. We will give you a shout out if you do it. Yes. That's cool. So let me know what you are doing for your spine pain. We'll get back to the show now. Anyway, so I feel like, like I was saying before, impromptu plans, things like that can be difficult. A, because you may not be able to physically do it, like the bowling and the 
zombie thing. And secondly, because sometimes we don't really know how you're going to be feeling that day. From day to day. It's a day to day. Mm -hmm. um, How I'm going to be doing and what's new and how my mood is and all that. It's day to day. Yeah. So I feel like it's hard to plan to do any sort of date things sometimes because you never know how you'll be feeling. Maybe you'll be feeling nauseous that day. So you don't want to go out to dinner. Maybe you're extra tired. So you just want to stay in. Maybe you're in a lot of pain and you're cranky. You never really know. Right, right. And speaking of being cranky, so that's another thing I feel like has affected us. There's a lot of anger issues that I feel like you have now. You get very mad. Really? Yes. A lot more than I used to? I used to get mad, but I feel like sometimes it's a lot harder to gauge and it just kind of clicks on and clicks off. Okay. Very quickly. I remember in particular, wasn't this year because COVID just kind of messed everything up, but I think it was last year on our wedding anniversary. I don't remember what the fight was, but I remember being in a fight and going to the contemporary for dinner. Do you remember that? I do. Yes. I don't know what we're fighting about. See, I don't even remember what it was about, so I'm sure it wasn't that important. But I just remember out of all the days we were in a fight that day, Got dressed, went to this nice dinner. And we were fighting. And we were fighting. And that kind of sucks, too. I feel like sometimes it ruins things. I think we had a pretty good time at the end of it, though. Well, by the end, yeah, I think we kind of cooled off. But that sort of thing, I don't like remembering how it started. uh, Yeah, in the beginning, we were definitely fighting. I don't remember why or what what it was about. But in the Mm -hmm. beginning, we were definitely fighting. Yes, And that kind of sucks to have those sorts of memories built into the fun ones. Yeah, I agree. I think we disagree a lot more. Yeah. I think we bicker back and forth a lot more as well. Yeah, I feel like there's shorter fuses sometimes. And it probably is from both of us, I would say. I I wouldn't absolutely agree. Uh, Yours is from, and I could be wrong, so correct me, but from the medicines, from being in pain, being uncomfortable, not sleeping well. All of those things contribute to a short temper. Yeah. And then for me, I, you know, I work, I have a full-time job, and then I do this on the side with you. Right. And then sometimes I feel like all we do is focus on the business or on your doctor's appointments. And like I said, we don't do a lot of fun things. So then I think I get irritated. And then no, you do get your that leads to I didn't mean it like it's not true. I mean, I think this is what contributes to it. No, I agree. You see, this is what he does. He just pokes at me. <sighs> no, you do get irritated. She does. He knows what he's doing anyway. But I think that all contributes then to me having a shorter fuse. And then collectively, it just gets bounced back and forth. No, I would agree with that. And then you add on, you know, whatever else may be going on with. The medical bills, which stresses us out sometimes, do or you, the dogs, or whatever may be going on. Do you like where we're at now, like our current situation, like where we're living, how we're living, all that? I think there could be improvements. In what areas? Like what? What? What would you improve? As far as where we're living, what, or, or what we're doing, where we're living, all that. It's such a vague question. So what do you mean by what we're doing? Like how we're living, like with your mom, how's work going, all that. How would you improve this? 
Well, for one, work is very stressful, and then sometimes I come home and life is stressful. I don't think that was the, quite the answer I was looking for. I don't really understand what you're looking for. And this this is one of the reasons we bicker is because you ask me vague, weird questions and then get annoyed with me because I don't understand. These aren't vague, weird questions. I'm just trying to How get would it. you answer it? And then I can answer it because... How we're living? Like, I would definitely want to get out, our, out on our own eventually. I would want to get more financially stable eventually. I would want to get the dogs in training so they're not so annoying I wouldn't want to go out all the time and have it just be the three of us. I would want to go out and just have it be the two of us every once in a while. I mean, I I can do without the disappointing looks. I could do without the micromanaging as well. This is supposed to be about us and leave it to you that now you just start dragging other people into it. I'm literally asking you about this is about us. That's not about us. Yes, it is. Okay. I think it's obnoxious that you think the dogs are annoying when you do nothing to try and help train them except complain about it. Okay. You don't spend any time trying to teach the puppy anything. I spend time with him with treats. I spend time with him. I just don't have the patience to do it. Oh, no kidding. You don't have patience for a lot of things. You're absolutely right. And that irritates me too. That Well, now, now you're finally letting me know. Because... I have to go and I have patience all day at work with people. And then I have to come home and I have to have extra patience with you too. Because if I don't, then you get offended by it or you start an argument with me. That's I how I, I feel. I don't try to start an argument with, with you. I guess I try to overthink it and what's going on with you and why this and why that. That drives me nuts too. <laughs> if I don't text you back in five minutes, then all of a sudden I must be upset with you. Right. I do start to wonder, yes. This guy doesn't text people for days, probably months. How many unread text messages do you have? Probably over like 200. Exactly. And at times, he doesn't respond to me right away. I'll have a question for him or I'm trying to check on him, and I don't know what's going on, and I don't hear from him for hours and hours. And when I try and blow up his phone or try and call him, then he's just like, well, I was just taking a nap. I just got busy. Usually I'm sleeping or something like that. Yes, but if I don't respond to him, all of a sudden I must be very upset with him, which you don't really do anymore. But you used to do this thing where you decide I was mad at you, so you would just come at me and you would just be mad at me first. That was always fun. Another thing we do is we like to judge each other from the past mistakes. Yes. Do you agree with that? Yes. I feel like we have a hard time moving forward. I did say you don't do that anymore, though. Like... I used to be totally different in the past, but through this, I've learned, I've, you learned humility and I've learned, tried to be humble, but I still think you and your mom still judge me and how I used to be. And that does pertain to us. So don't say, oh, I'm dragging other people into this. I just don't understand the humble thing. You don't think I'm humble, more humble than I was? Sure. Nope. That's, I don't. Well, at least she's being honest with I really, me. I really don't. My problem is, is that I think sometimes when you should be focusing on why you feel a certain way instead of just projecting it on other people. Okay. That you, that I guess that's what I'm trying to say, is you spend time focusing on, well, I think this person thinks this about me or is thinking this about me when you really have no idea what anybody is thinking because that's the beauty of people is you don't really know because you can't read their minds. No, I agree. You just assume 
the worst. Do you think we're getting off topic just a bit? Well, I guess it pertains to us because it, it drives me nuts that you think everybody in the entire world thinks the worst of you. And I know that's not true. But if I tell you that, it doesn't matter because you've decided that in your head. I think that's how I used to be. You don't think so? No, you definitely still do that. Okay. Just like you got into an argument with your sister recently, so you assumed your brother was on her side. Well, my family is kind of fickle, so... I understand, but... I had good reason why I thought that. No, because your brother has never done that. Well, you never know with my family. This is what I'm talking about. I'm telling you, you really don't know. (sighs) One of my sisters could be upset at me, and then somebody else could be mad at me because of that. I feel like we spend a lot of time focusing on negative things. Okay. Okay. We spend a lot of time focusing on negative things. And I think sometimes when we're discussing how other people are acting or what other people are doing, whatever, I would just prefer to talk about what we could be doing to improve our relationship. Like you say. So how oh, can we improve our relationship? Well, for one, you could just not interrupt me when I'm talking. Step one. Okay. And that's that. What's, what do you think we could be doing? So you said, for instance, that you think we should go out just the two of us more, which we do sometimes. Sometimes. But. Being the operative word. But how many times have I said to you, we should have a date night. We should do this. We, we should do that. And we don't. That's bullshit. We do do a date night every other week. No, we don't. Yes, we do. Track it. No, we don't. We've done the date night the last couple weekends. For one, you weren't here my last weekend off. So, ding, yes. already not true. I wasn't there because I was traveling on work. Okay? But usually every other week we try to have a date night. Sometimes I get frustrated. Because you complain about us not going out. And then when I bring it up to you, I feel like you don't help plan anything. Okay. And I've told you before, I don't know what to suggest anymore because I don't know what you're going to be up for. How about you just treat me like I used to be? And then if we can't do it, I'll let you know. Just like the other day, like Rihanna's birthday is coming up and we're going bowling. But I don't think I can actually bowl, but I'll go and hang out. Yeah, which is good. But there was a time when you didn't really want to go out and do anything. Yeah, because I was in so much pain. Right. But even though I'm still in pain, I'm learning that I can't just let it control me. Life has to still go on. And that's where I'm at now is even though I'm in pain, I have to just go go with it. Okay. So that's where I'm at now. Okay. You don't agree? No, I'm agreeing with you. Sometimes it's hard to tell. Those sort of comments, too. I'm sorry. We are very sarcastic with each other. Yes. Don't you think so? And sometimes I know that we should stop because it's not nice. I don't think you and I talk to each other the best. I think you and I could talk to each other nicer. Yes, I agree. But it comes with having a short fuse with each other. Yes, which is what I think the biggest thing is that we need to work on. And sometimes with that, sometimes I feel like, is your mom really right? Are we really compatible with each other? To be honest with you. Because she has told me that we're not compatible. And that rings around in my head a lot. Can you imagine your in-laws saying, oh, by the way, you're not compatible for my daughter or my son? But did she mean it? Uh, because I don't, I think it was a joke. 
mm, I think you guys say it was a joke, but I didn't take it as a joke. It still vibrates around in my head, and it still stings. I'm sorry that it hurt your feelings. Thank you. But I don't think she actually thinks that. Okay. And I wish you would listen to me when I say that. No, I'm listening. Okay. But correct me if I'm wrong. Your mom does treat me differently than you. Again, I don't think that's fine. No, I know. Keep going. Don't get upset. Keep talking to me. I just, I still think some of that may be true, but I also think sometimes you spend more time worrying about what everyone else thinks and less time trying to worry about what we think about each other. I don't think I'm worrying about it. I think it's something I think you are when you bring it up constantly. Because it's something that's going on. But I feel like you, we spend a lot more time talking about what everyone else thinks about you. And again, we don't really talk about what's going on with us. So what is going on with us? If we want to feel more connected, then I think we should work on that. And, and I get tired of talking about your sisters and my how, mom how, and your brother. How you, and how, how do you think we should get connected? That's what I'm trying to tell you. Okay. Tell me I that. get tired of talking to everyone else on the planet and what they're doing and not doing. Or comparing us to other people and other relationships. Okay. Now I'm asking you, how do you think you and I can get connected? That's the question at hand. That's what I'm trying to tell you. For one, if we talk to each other, I want to just talk about us. Okay. As a unit and our relationship, not everybody else. Okay. How do you think? You know what? I, I don't know. You know, a long time ago, um, when we were dating, the first time I met you and your mom and your dad, you remember when I was like, oh, man, you can't talk to your dad like that? Mm-hmm. That's how I feel like you guys treat me. And you guys think, oh, it may be just joking, but I don't actually take it as just joking. It really bothers me. And sometimes I get so bothered that I don't even want to talk to you. I understand that. I just want to get away from you. And sometimes when you get upset, you say things that you know are super hurtful or purposely hurtful to people. Okay, I will admit doing that. But when you're constantly... In a situation, you're just like, oh, man, they're constantly digging into me and digging it into me until the point you just blow up. And then you say hurtful things. And then you cool down. And then you're still in that situation where you're getting digged at and digged at and digged at. And then when you blow up, people look at you like it's your fault. But I think everybody needs to take a look around and say, you know, I helped with this situation. I got it to this point. Does that make sense? I think the more grown-up thing would be to say, you hurt my feelings when you said that. Not, fuck you, and fuck you. I'm going to leave. I'm going to go back home. This is the last time you'll see me. I'm going to go. We're just going to get divorced. Because then the more things you say, and the more times you say that, the more it sticks in my head that, yeah, fine, then that's just what we'll do. And I'm not going to chase after you or wait for you to come back. So if I do say things that hurt your feelings, I am sorry about that. And if I make little comments that bother you, I am sorry. You don't have to make that face. Okay, I'm, listen- I'm listening. I am sorry. I think sometimes I resent you a little bit. I-, I think I resent you too. I think I resent both you and your mom. And that's why I'm to the point where I'm just like, eh, do I really want to be around you guys? Do I really want to keep doing this? Would I be better off alone? And what's your answer? Sometimes I think yes. Okay. 
Don't get upset. You're really you wanted to have this conversation. No, it just pisses me off. That is why I feel like you take advantage of me sometimes. And I'm not trying to take advantage of you. Because literally no one else has stuck around with all of your bullshit. And and I'm not talking about the pain stuff. I'm talking about everything you've done past yes. before that, whatever. And then, of course, I've taken care of you with the pain thing. But like the other day you said, I just stick with you because you're in pain and I feel bad for you. That kind of stuff really hurts my feelings. And then that's probably why sometimes I'm not the nicest to you. Because I feel like, well, you don't value what I actually bring to you. You don't value how much I care for you or how much I love you. You don't value anything I'm trying to bring to you. So then why should I try? Those same questions you have for me is the same questions I actually have for you as well. But instead of being looked at by just by you, I get both directions. I get it from you and your mom. It's not pleasant for me in this situation. And I try to tell you that, but it seems like I'm being an asshole and I'm overreacting. That's the, that's the expression I get from you guys. And then I feel like, then I'm meant to feel crazy for it. And I'm not crazy. I know what I feel. I know what you feel too. I understand what you're saying. And I listen to you. Okay. But I do think it's hard to connect with somebody who, and I'm not trying to be mean. It's just, you are so negative. And you, like I said, you do that thing where you can't just be mad. You have to take it to 100 where your whole purpose in speaking to somebody is to hurt them. I guess as bad as you feel inside. I don't know what it is, but that kind of stuff really sticks with you. And I know you said, oh, we dig at you. We dig at you. And I am sorry about that. But it's but, it's hard to forget some of the things that you've said. But let me ask you this question. As much as you're sorry that you dig at me and dig at me, do you think it will ever stop? If you talk to me about it, like you're really talking to me now and really explaining it to me. I've explained this to you I don't before. think you've ever explained it to me as well as you have now, how you feel. Because you think I'm always in this direction or that direction or my ADD and blah, blah, blah. I've literally, I've tried to sit down with you and say, you know what? This is what's going on. This is why I'm hurt. All this stuff. But instead of saying, this is how I feel and this is what I feel, you come at me with, this is what you do. And it's hard to follow somebody who just starts saying, this is what you do, this is what you do, this is what you do. Okay. I feel like I can't always understand how you're feeling or what's going on with you because whatever is actually bothering you, I feel like sometimes it's not clear to me. And if I try and ask you about it, then you get annoyed with me. I try or frustrated not, or whatever. I try not to get annoyed with you. I guess it goes back to the point where I always feel like you guys are digging at me, you and your mom, and I'm just to the point where I'm just like, man, fuck these girls. I just want to be alone. I can't get a moment of peace. Like when I'm putting something away in the dishwasher, I get micromanaged on how to do it five or six times, and I'm just like, bro, you guys do it. That's why I don't wash any dishes here. I literally put everything in the sink and let you guys deal with it. But again, I think some of that is you're just taking it personally when it's nothing. It is personal. It's not because it. Yes. if I put something in there, I move it three times sometimes too. It's the way you guys do it to me though. It is personal. I take it personally because it hurts my feelings and it happens over and over. It hurts your feelings if someone moves a dish in the no. dishwasher. I'm trying to understand. 
it's the way you guys come at me all the time. It's the way that you guys talk to me all the time. It's the looks. It's the disappointment. Okay. Can I be real with you? Please be real with me. You are messy. You are disorganized. It's, it's, I, it's I just, the ADD in me. Yeah, I, I understand. So sometimes when you do things, you are messy. And I'm sorry if that hurts your feelings that someone goes in and moves something behind you or puts it away somewhere else. But I would like to know where something is when I go to look for it. I don't know how many times I've been with you when you're trying to go to a film shoot and you literally can't find a tripod or you can't find a certain light that you want or a microphone stand or a microphone, whatever. I will give you that. Because you don't know where it is. And I try and... I literally came in here and tried to organize everything for you. I really do appreciate that. No, just just hear me out. I have. You asked me when you were out of town. I said I didn't touch any of your stuff on your side of the bed. You literally had stuff on the floor that had a vacuum around. There's papers. You have bottles from God knows when that have fallen behind your little nightstand. I didn't touch anything because you've gotten upset with me. But now you say, oh, well, you should have. I have on your side of the sink in the bathroom. I gave you a shelf. For all of your things. Yes, you've been very Every nice single to me. time you go out of town or you're gone for a night, I have went over there and I have cleaned, cleaned the entire area and I have reorganized it. And within a week, you will have messed up everything I have done, even though I try to make sense out of where we put things so you can find it again, so you don't get confused, because I know the ADHD <laughs> makes it hard for you to keep it organized. But also, like, you have some memory problems just because of the medicine and everything, right? So I'm trying to help you out so you can find things. Speaking, keep going. No, I just, I think some of what you're you're thinking is just, you're disorganized. I'm sorry if it's offensive to you, but I'm never not going to be like, why did you put the plate in the the cabinet over there when all of the matching plates are over there? That's why I just let you guys do it. But I don't want you to feel offended by that when it's literally nothing personal. It's just you're a messy person, and I accept that. It's the way I'm telling you. It's the way that you, it comes across. You want me to be real with you. It's the way you guys come across it. You always say I have a tone with you. It's the way you guys come across that offends me. It's I'm sorry. the way you guys talk to me. It feels like you guys are talking down to me instead of being like, you know what? You're really messy, and this is what we're really doing. Well, that's all it is. Well, why don't you just say, bro, you're messy. This is why we want you to do this. Because I don't want you to get upset with me. I'd much rather have you guys do that. And that's another thing. I'm not going to get upset with you. I just want you to be honest with me, just like you want me to be honest with you. Okay. This is Ashley from the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. Have you heard of us yet? No? Well, then jump on over to LimitlessBroadcasting.com to get the download on our show and many others. Our podcast is family-friendly and talking about all things Disney, whether you go to the parks or just love binging Disney+. Plus. We are the podcast for you. So grab your Pixie Dust, think happy thoughts, and join us on your favorite podcasting platform. Since I've been on all these pain medication and everything, my memory is worse than it has ever been. Yes. And I do not like that. Like, 
I can't even be really creative because my mind just can't think. There are sometimes I just go through detox just so I can clear up my mind. I'm getting ready to detox again, so I'm just going to stop taking all my pills. But there's ways you can help. Like I've tried to suggest to you, why don't you save stuff in your calendar or make lists? And sometimes I think you think I'm nitpicking you when I'm literally just trying to help you. No, and I agree with you. I definitely should. When I was little, I had a voice recorder and I just recorded it. I should do use my phone and do that. That makes sense. Yeah. So I just pull it up and this is what you have. This has an appointment, blah, blah, blah. I'm hoping this episode has really shed some light into why I get upset with you. And yes, it has. What I'm actually really feeling. I think at the end of the day, though, our most important thing is that we should stop. You always say, oh, I'm just, what do you always like to say? Like. I mean, you're an asshole, but that's not. I really am an asshole. But you're I'm just an acquired taste. You just keep it real, right? You're just just keep see, it right. See here, this is a deal. I used to work out in L.A. and I would work on this stuff, and my bosses would come up, and I'd keep in mind I'd work on these things for weeks, and then they'd be like, "Oh, this work is shit. You need to redo it." And from there, I've just gotten the attitude where I'm just like, "Oh, I have a tough skin," but it's the way it comes across. I think at the end of the day, we should both just work on not being so offended by everything. I would agree with that. I think we should actually learn how to talk to each other without being mean to each other. I know sometimes we joke around and then we just both take it personally when it's not. I think it goes beyond joking around. I think we're so either burnt out or tired and it's just to the point now we're just like, you know what? Fuck you. No, fuck you. Do you agree? Sometimes, yeah. And I think we are at that point where it's just, we're just burnt out, we're tired, we're... I agree. With all the pain problems, with all the everything, we're just burnt out and tired. And, I mean, there are a lot of nights where we just sit and watch Netflix or work on stuff. And I feel like sometimes we don't do things together. We do things next to each other or around each other, but not together. I would agree with that. And I think that kind of sucks. I mean, it's not my... I've tried to include you. I mean, there's... I didn't say it was your fault. I just said it just is what it is. Let me ask you this question. I've literally sat on the bed hat in hand, and I've been like, talk to me. Tell me what I can do to be better. Sometimes you do it after we've gotten in a fight, and I just don't want to talk to you anymore. And... That's what it is. Talk to me. And it's hard when you don't talk to me. I'm just like, all right, fuck it. Because when you do it, it's honestly because we've recently been in a fight. And I don't try and hold grudges. First of all, that face. I'm very to slap you for that. There's no face. Everybody saw the face. Anyway, I try not to. But when we get in a fight, sometimes you do bounce back faster than I do. And you have went from screaming in my face, telling me to fuck off, and two minutes later saying, so what movie do you want to watch on Netflix? Like, we're best friends. I don't want to be your friend because I'm still mad about what you said to me. And I think those are the times sometimes when you're just like, Tammy, you should talk to me. What do you want to see in our relationship? I just don't really want to have anything to do with you at that moment. I think that's sometimes what it is, is that... When we finish to fight, when whatever is going on, sometimes I just need a minute of you to shut up and stop hounding me. This dude literally will follow me around the house. 
yelling at me or just talking at me. And it's just like, sometimes I just, I need a minute. And I'm not saying that that's just your personality, but sometimes I just, I need a moment of quiet. I know you keep saying, oh, I'm not trying to be mean. And I don't, I'm not taking this offensively. This is the, actually the first time that you've actually opened up to me and it's taken a podcast show for you to do it. Well, this is the first time we're trying to talk about something and we weren't just in a fight. And I'm telling you, that makes a big difference when you're level-headed and when you're not. I'm always, I always try to be level-headed, but there is sometimes you and your mom can get, just dig and dig and dig. And I am just, I've had it. But this is what I'm talking about. We should just both work on not being offended by everything. Yeah, I think that is it. I think we need to talk to each other better because if we don't, we're going to get to our breaking point pretty fast. Well, sometimes, too, I know what it is, is when people say stuff that's that maybe is kind of rude or whatever, I don't get as bothered by stuff as much as you do. And I'm not saying with us. I mean, if someone outside of our bubble says something to you, like you got in a fight with your sister, and I've heard about it endlessly for days, when who cares about your sister? She's a fucking she, nutso. She did not hear about it for days. Maybe one or two days I was thinking about it. but Every I've, time I talk to him on the phone, oh, this is why I just, I should never talk to her again. And I'm literally on the phone, paying my nails, while he's just going on and on about how he's never going to talk to his sister again for the fourth time. Because you literally called me right after I got done seeing her, and I was super pissed. You called me. Literally, you, oh, that's right, I did call you. Uh, He's going to try and say no, but see? No, because I wanted to ask her a question. I don't mind you venting to me. I don't want this to come across like, please don't vent to me, don't talk to me. What I'm saying is, this sort of thing will happen, and then it just bleeds into your everyday life because you're so obsessed with it and so bothered by it. And I, I literally have people yelling at me all day. I have people giving me attitude, whatever. And I sometimes it's exhausting, so I will come home and be tired from it. But at the end of the day, I'll complain about it once, and then I'm good. Because who really cares? If I see that person again, maybe I'll interact with you, maybe not. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really affect me as a person because I don't really care. I think it's different because it was my sister, and I was really trying to have a connection with my family like I've been trying to. And now I've really, really gotten the fact that my family's dead, and no matter what I do, they're gone. Your sister was just an example, but this happens with anybody who says something to you. You called me at work after you were doing cold calling, and people were hanging up on you and not being very nice. It makes me look bad. It's not making you look bad. I'm just saying you're a sensitive person for someone who claims to have thick skin. (laughs) Out of this whole whole episode, what have we learned? You tell me. Uh, You want me to communicate with you better and not take things so personally. Yes. We want to talk to you. Collectively, I think we should do that. Collectively, and we should learn how to do things together instead of separately or right next to each other. Yes. What have you learned? I think that we can communicate well when we're not negative about it or yelling. We are very negative with each other. Sometimes, yeah. I think we are a lot of the time. It annoys me when you say things that are all-inclusive. You always do this. We always do that when I don't feel like that's true. And I think that negates the positive things that we do have. And you think I'm very negative when I'm really trying not to be negative. You say you're a... I'm a realist and I've had a lot, to be fair, I've had a lot of negative things happen to me in life and it's hard not to just be so negative when a lot of negative things have happened and I try not to let that spill over in my personal life. 
but it does. And again, the way you and your mom dig at me, it does not help. And that's when I get really upset, and that's when I really blow up on you guys. And then I get looked at like I'm an, I'm an asshole. Is that correct? Well, you kind of are when you're yelling fuck you at somebody. <sighs> I don't think I... No, I do. I like the word fuck. I don't know why you're about to say I don't do that. Especially when I'm upset. I do wish sometimes that when we're... I really hope that you guys are enjoying this this episode. Thank you for interrupting me again. Like you do. (sighs) That's right. Go ahead and sigh. I wish sometimes that we would not be on our phones so much when we're having a conversation together. Okay. I I wish the same with you. It sometimes frustrates me because I feel like other people are not listening to what's being said because they're on their phone. Do you know what I wish? I wish you would actually really pay attention to me instead of not paying attention to me. The one time today, is that what you're talking about? You do that a lot. I was like when I talk to you, oh, you're you're talking to me or from trying to read something to you yes that was today but it there's other things i legitimately and i don't do this on purpose i wish you would though say to me like hey i want to share this with you because sometimes you have those little ear things in and i think you're talking to me and i look and you're clearly on the phone with chris or david or someone else on the planet and you're having a full-blown conversation you've walked in from the kitchen or from wherever and i have no idea that you're not really talking to me I, I legit don't know. So sometimes I'm going to be honest. I don't really pay attention to what you're saying or you're doing that talk to text thing. And I think you're just doing a talk to text. And I don't really know that you're I'm legitimately trying to talk to me. And so I do talk to text and I do. I get confused. I do try not to wear my earbuds because I think that's rude. I, when I, I don't wear them around the house, the only time I'm, I have them in is if I'm talking to somebody or I'm just actually watching a movie. Or you might be on hold or something. Or on hold. Yeah, but I, I sometimes don't know that now you're talking to me because you're on hold with somebody so else. So I will make you a deal. I'll make sure I'm saying, hey, Sammy, I'm talking to you. Then I promise I will like pay attention. But, okay, that's a deal. Yeah, because I, I don't do that on purpose. I just really don't always realize that you're actually talking to me and not to someone else i think it's a it's a matter of how we experience things my point of view and your point of view are always different you might say oh we're just joking and my point of view might be like you're not joking you're really for real or it always comes back to i have a tone the way i say things to you well it's the way you say i say things to me i will try not to take things so personally like we were just talking about not taking things as personal i think we both do that in a way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So we both will work on that. Yeah. And not do that. And with the whole phone thing, what I'm saying is, you know, sometimes I'll have my phone out to do work stuff. Now, sometimes things have to be done in a timely manner. And I get that. Like, you have to take this phone call. You have to and finish editing that. this. And I understand that, too. But we should make a point of, okay, no phones for the next 30 minutes. No phones for just like now. You know, not on your phone looking at stuff in the middle of this. I understand you're busy and I understand you have you're doing other things, but I will ask you to do things for the business. I legitimately forget. I understand that. I think we need to work better on that communication. And I will agree. That's you, people say I'm disorganized, but I try to be very organized with my business. I'm trying to build a business from the ground up, so I need traffic to the site. Yes. When it comes, that's why I'm glad Ashley's on board, so she can help you, because I know you can't do everything. 
So I try to make, I try to spill over on both of you. Look, I need a blog post written. I ask both of you. Yes. I get it. This is why we have this big whiteboard that we keep in our room, which is like an idea board, I guess you could call it something like that. That's why I asked you to write things down. Because if I look up and I'm like, hey, because I use that, I look at that for things I want to work on for business stuff. And in my phone, I actually keep a task list that's not organized by importance or anything, but I can kind of glance through it and say, okay, I need to do this today and this today. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Because I don't always remember things I need to do outside of limitless things. I know you're busy and I know things have been not the best between us. You and I have been headed. I feel like sometimes we've been headed for a crash and burn. Mm -hmm. Do you agree with that? Sometimes. I feel like we're actually sometimes going downhill Mm -hmm. more now than ever. Mm -hmm. I feel like that we don't, we don't get a lot of enjoyment hanging out with each other. Sometimes. It's been more now than ever, I would agree, I would say. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've been, every time we get around each other, we just want to bicker and argue. Do you agree? Sometimes, yeah. I think this is one of our best episodes because we're actually talking to each other level-headedly. Yes. And, but you and your mom really do hurt my feelings a lot. I don't want to hurt your feelings. I, d- I don't think you guys have any idea about how angry and upset I do get at, at you guys. And maybe this episode will tell you. it. I do not find enjoyment being here. Mm-hmm. When it was just us, I did. But when your dad, after your dad died, things changed. And it became the three of us. And... I know you don't want to lose your mom. I get that. I'm jaded because I've lost my parents and they've been gone so long that I'm just like, eh. But only a sociopath that feels like that, right? I don't think you really live well with other people. No, I agree. Besides I don't think I, me. I don't even think I would live well with you. Well, but you do it better than others. But I feel like every time we have lived with someone else, it has been a thing. And again, I'm not trying to be offensive no, to you. I'm, I just feel like you don't have to, you don't have to say that. I understand that I am not the best when it comes to living with people. More now, I feel more hurt than in anything. I don't want you to feel that way. And I've told you why. But I will tell you one thing in this episode, this is the best we've communicated in years. Would you say so? Well, it's been a while, yeah. This is the best talk we've had. And you guys have gotten to witness some sticky moments. I mean, I'm sure she's going to keep the majority of the stuff in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what have we learned from this episode? That we hurt each other's feelings a lot. I mean, we're really being pretty intimate with this conversation. We are letting the world in and letting people know that we don't talk to each other very well. We're not very nice to each other. Sometimes, no. I feel like we dig at each other just because we want to dig at each other. Sometimes, yeah. Are you to your breaking point? Are you to the point where you're just going to be like, you know what, fuck this guy? You always just assume that. I'm literally asking the question. No, no, no. That is, <laughs> that is what you assume. 
And sometimes I feel like you want me just to dump you so that you have a reason to leave. No. A lot of people do that, though. A lot of people will come and go and leave. But you can't just keep assuming that's what I'm going to do. Because if I haven't done it by now, then I don't know why you think I would do it. But you think I'm going to do it to you. Yeah, and that makes me feel hurt inside, too. Have I done it yet? No, but you threatened to do it a lot. Because you've hurt my feelings a lot. So maybe if you can work on it and actually get where I'm coming from and make it better to live here, maybe I can get comfortable again and be like, you know what? She's trying. She's trying to actually make it comfortable for me to be here and make it my home. Then I'd stop being like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to dip set. I'm going to leave. I really hope that we can get to that point where, because I'm not trying to hurt you. I know I do say things when I'm upset, but I'm not trying to hurt you in the long run. I mean, we say, why would you want to hurt somebody that you're supposed you're supposedly love? And I'm saying that to both of us. I don't know. I mean, is that's what my family does. We're supposed to love each other, but we're going to sabotage each other anyway. I know. Do you really dislike being a Brooksby? I just dislike some of them. Because you, you bring that up a lot, and that bothers me, because that's the most valuable thing I've ever given to somebody is my name. And my father worked so hard to be somebody and to make a good name for himself and... That's the most valuable thing I've given to somebody is my name. Well, I think I've told you you're the only one that actually... That's not fair. Because Josh does a good job now. But you're the only one who actually is, like, making a positive Brooksby legacy. I mean, we're really building a media company from the ground up. Yeah. But I've told you that. Maybe not in a while, but... I have told you before that you're like the only Brooksby that doesn't, not the only one, because again, sorry, Josh. But just the way it comes out is, oh, man. But I've given you the most valuable thing I could ever give somebody, and that was my last name. And it it comes across like. But you tell me things like, oh, we should have just gotten your name instead. Because I didn't know it offends you so much because you joke around about it. I wouldn't say it if anyone hurt your feelings. I mean, it just. I think it's because of the what my, the what my family has done. That's why I get offended by it. Because mm-hmm. that's really the most valuable thing I've ever given somebody is my name, and it feel it felt like uh, we could I could have just taken your last name. Well, you say that I don't. I say mean, that. I I joke around about it, but I'm glad I gave you my last name. I'm I'm not a. I hold my head high. I'm not, there's nothing wrong with being a Brooksby. Some of, some of them are definitely two-faced and I wouldn't trust them as far as I can throw them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you and I could keep going with this conversation, but I think it's been the best conversation that you and I have ever had, especially in a long time. Mm-hmm. I agree. Is there anything you would want to add or close out with this? No. I think we said everything I wanted to say. Have we learned anything from each other? I hope so. Do you think anything will change? I hope so. 
Is that all you're going to say is we hope so? Is not That's not like a confirmed yes. Now is it? Are you going to confirm yes? Yes. I'm going to try my best to change. Okay. Yes. I'm going to try my best not to annoy you so much because I honestly think you and I are at our breaking point. We could go either way. Don't you agree? Sometimes, yeah. But I don't feel this negative thing constantly that you do. Well, I'm trying to let you know how to change that. I'm not trying to feel a negative thing. I'm just telling you the way I get, the way you guys joke around with me and make me feel like I am not wanted or wanted to be around. I don't want you to feel that way. Well, I do. Well, I'm sorry. And so I'm letting you know in a peaceful way. Okay. I guess we will let you know what happens with our relationship and boundary setting and all that. I mean, this is a very intimate episode. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that? Yes, I do. So we hope you really enjoy this episode because it's very intimate between us. And mm-hmm. you have got you have guys have got to see areas that we're really bothered about. Please comment in the show notes below of what you guys do to fix your relationship. To make the other one feel special. Or if you guys are in a fight, how to how to stop fighting and how to respect each other. You like that? Yeah, that's good. And definitely tips to make a stronger marriage. Mm-hmm. And if you guys do that, again, we will shout you out. And on that note, I definitely think we should end the show. So I am actually wearing a Limitless Broadcasting shirt. Definitely go to LimitlessBroadcasting.com. That's mm-hmm. our new website. There are blogs there. There's podcast episodes. There's the store there. Mm-hmm video production stuff. Mm-hmm. We have shows that we're producing that we're going to put on our YouTube channel. So definitely join our YouTube channel. Uh, definitely go to youtube.com, go into YouTube and search limitless broadcasting and definitely subscribe, subscribe to the pixie dust twins podcast show. Mm-hmm. Go into anywhere you get your podcasts and subscribe there. Slinging Pills to Pay the Bills. That's another one of our shows. Definitely subscribe to that one. Mm -hmm. You know this one, The Painful Truth of Living with Chronic Pain. Definitely thank you for listening. Thank you for paying attention to this. We really appreciate it. Every one of our episodes are very intimate, but I think this one has a more intimate feel. I agree. You guys actually get to see what's actually going on in our relationship. Mm Mm-hmm. My part is done. Sammy is actually going to lead us out now. Thanks for listening to the Painful Truth to Living with Chronic Pain podcast. This is our 10th episode, I believe. This is our 10th episode. So it's pretty cool. So thanks for sticking around. We have two more episodes until the season finale of uh, season one. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time coming. We definitely have Dr. Med. That's my pain doctor. His episode's coming. We're going to have a lawyer on as well. Yeah. Right. Matthew Boren, he's mm-hmm. my attorney. We will have him on for the other half of like what to do in an auto accident. And if you guys have any questions for him, you can definitely put it in the show notes below. Mm-hmm. 
but we're eventually going to start streaming some of our recordings mm-hmm. on Instagram, Instagram TV, mm-hmm. so people can see. Yep, that, live while we're recording. Yeah, so you can actually see what's going on. What's going on? Mm-hmm. And we have to be on our best behavior. I don't know why you said we. We. I'm not the problem. <laughs> she thinks she's not the problem. Multiple but times. I feel like at the end of the day, we do love each other. I think if something bad happened, extremely bad, we would be there for each other. I agree. I think, honestly, I think if we weren't together, we would be that the same way. I think we would, I think we have strong love for each other. I agree. And I don't think you want something to happen to us, and I don't want something to happen to us. No. But things just have to change. We just can't go on doing the same thing and expecting a different outcome. I agree. That's why I keep saying we need to figure it out. We need to figure it out. I agree. So we will definitely keep you posted. Like Mm -hmm. I said, any marriage tips, dating tips. Let us know. Let us know. And thank you for listening. That's it. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. In Healing from Within, Be Still and Know, the fourth and final edition, Dr. Robert C. Brooksby describes how we can reclaim and maintain our health when traditional medicine has failed us. Liberally peppered with case histories, Dr. Brooksby teaches us about our nature and how it's possible to work within our intrinsic energies to help us heal. Christ taught his disciples how to heal. We were supposed to have that knowledge, knowledge that has been lost to Western cultures. It was not supposed to be a secret. You can find a link to this book on our website at limitlessbroadcasting.com. You can also find it on Amazon or Barnes & Noble or wherever you do your book shopping. Thanks for listening to The Painful Truth of Living with Chronic Pain with Robbie and Sammy. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon.